Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I am really looking forward to this episode and there are so many things I want to share with you, but I want to start by giving a shout out and a whole lot of love to two of my students this week. Uh, First is Francis, who has taken my classes and even did my uh, like six-week program maybe a year ago or so, and she has now been promoted to a manager role, and so she's getting a new opportunity to use all of these skills in this new context. So super excited for you, Francis. Congratulations. Great job. You're going to be amazing. And I also want to give some recognition and a virtual wave to another student of mine, Diane. She took my online manager class about a year ago. I think she said it was in May of 2020 when we were starting to shift things online. And she is now being presented with a management opportunity. And what, so congratulations, Diane. I'm so excited for you. And what I, really love about these two stories that I want to share with you is that this question of how do I manage people effectively? How do I begin to step into my confidence as a leader, as a manager? It happens before you get there. I'm pausing because I want want this to sink in a little bit. It happens before, before you officially have a manager title before you officially have people reporting to you the skills that you need and the way to start thinking about what that requires of you and who you want to be as a leader and as a manager it's already started you're already thinking about this even if it's not completely on a conscious level it's already happening And this is one of the things I love about teaching this material is that I have students who come even before they have the official title or the official head count, but they know that these skills and the way of thinking about themselves and the way that they work with other people, it becomes relevant and they start developing the mindset and the skill set from wherever they are, from wherever you are in your organization. And also the other thing that I've noticed as I've, as I've taught this material for the last three years is that I also have people who will come to my classes and come to me because they have been managing people, they do have headcount, but they've never received any formal training. They've never you know, had the opportunity or they've never taken the time to pause and really think deeply about what does it mean for them to manage people well. And I sometimes think of this as going from the passenger seat to the driver's seat in a car. If you've been in the passenger seat, you know what it's like to be in a car. You might have opinions about how the person behind the wheel is driving. And you've seen it done so many times. But then the moment you switch and you get into the driver's seat, all of a sudden there's this realization of, oh, this is actually a skill set that I've seen performed and I've been in the presence of people when they are doing this, but 
this is the first time I am in this role and I'm realizing that there are some things I haven't had to think about before that now I do and now it feels awkward or I feel nervous or I feel worried about messing up and doing it wrong. And so I love it when I have students who come that have been managing for years and they say, I want to think about this in a new way. I want to learn what have I not learned how to do well yet. I want to have people to talk with about what's happening at work and start to think about what does this mean for me as a manager? How can I do this? Um, And the other kind of person that that often comes to me that I also really appreciate is the person who is suddenly presented with an incredible opportunity and they say yes and then they get there and then they get a little scared because it's suddenly high visibility suddenly it feels like a lot of pressure and I'm thinking specifically I've had uh, two students who have who are lawyers and then they make partner and law the, the legal profession is a profession that is very hierarchical and it tends to be very conservative and it tends to be very high stakes and people put a lot of pressure on themselves and there's this interesting shift that happens from when you go from being an associate and your relationship to the work and to the law firm and to your clients to then when you make partner and what I've you know my my thoughts around this too are that when you are an associate it just takes so much energy and time and attention just to do that part really well. And when you become partner, a lot of times what I see is people arrive at that and they haven't had the time to think about what does this mean for me as a leader? How do I want to manage the associates that work for me? How do I want to to be in relationship now with the other partners, with our clients, like all of these really fun questions, all these really fun questions. They're fun for me. Sometimes they're very stressful for my clients and for you when you're in it. But that's why I love this this work in this space. So I wanted to open with that context and welcome you to this episode. And our topic today is there are many ways There are many ways, and this is so important because one of the things I have experienced in this path and one of the things that I work a lot lot with my students is the fear of making mistakes, the fear of messing up. What does it mean uh, for you as a person? What does it mean for your career, for your team? And I want to offer you as an overarching theme for today, there are many many ways. And I want to illustrate this through a couple of stories. And one is something that happened quite recently. You might have heard if you listen to my podcast that a couple of episodes ago, this was episode 25. It was about uh, this immeasurable asset concept and the idea of trust as an immeasurable asset. You might have noticed that the audio quality was a little different. And I will tell you why. It is because I recorded that episode I posted it, and then I listened. I'm like, that sounds kind of weird. And I realized what had happened was I had not set up my recording system correctly. I had the microphone plugged in, but in Audacity, where I do my recording, it had not set the audio source to my external mic. So even though I was sitting in front of this really beautiful microphone, that is not where my recording software 
was taking the audio from. It was actually recording through the little teeny microphone that is in my, you know, like very ancient MacBook Air. And so if you listen to that episode, episode 25, and you think, wow, this sounds terrible, that is why (laughs) I just messed up, did not check all of my settings, and so the audio came in at a very different quality. And I had this moment when I realized it. And first I felt like an idiot. Like, I can't believe I did that. It was such a simple thing to overlook. Why did I make that mistake? I, you know, like a lot of us, I initially made it about myself and I also made myself like a wrong person. Like, what are you doing? I can't believe you did this. I also went into the headspace of now people will know that I don't do good work. People will know that I made a mistake and I created all of this anxiety and fear about what it meant in my relationship with others. And then I kind of paused and I breathed and I thought, well, Kim, what are your options? What do you want to do about it? And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I think it's actually fine. I think it's not a big deal. I think my listeners will be fine with it. Uh, And I thought, you know what, I'm going to use this as a teaching moment. (laughs) I'm going to use this to point out that sometimes when we are in the course of work, there will be times when things don't work out the way you planned them. And maybe it's because of an oversight on your part, or maybe something happens that is outside of your control. But for one reason or another, things will go differently than you had planned. The quality of your work product will be below that to which you typically hold yourself, you will feel embarrassed. You might feel a bit humiliated. You might feel a bit ashamed. What will people think? What does this mean about me? And I want to offer that it's totally okay. As humans, this is what happens. We are variable. Sometimes we make mistakes. And you you want to decide, like when you make that realization of, oh my gosh, I just I just messed up, right? That was the thought in my head. You want to then simply go to, okay, so I did, not a big deal, I'm human. What do I want to do with this now? And the decision for me was, you know, I think people are still going to get value out of this concept and I don't want to go back and record the whole thing again and I'm going to use this. I'm going to make this be useful in a way I hadn't planned. And it's also going to remind me Make sure you check all of your settings before you record next time. So I am going to get value out of this experience as well. And I think sometimes we hear these these lines, right? People say, oh, you know, you learn from your mistakes. And it sounds really nice or it sounds really trite. And we actually don't, don't want to. Like we don't want to make mistakes. We want to just do things perfectly and correctly the first time. And in a way, when this kind of thing happens, it can really be of service to you by taking the pressure off, right? Like you have survived. You will be okay. It's not the end of the world. And it creates a kind of self-trust. It creates a bit more resilience in your system because it takes a lot of energy to be in a state of hypervigilance to try to be perfect and not make any mistakes. So take a breath with me. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. And I especially want to call out something that 
that is true and that happens for a lot of my students and that also happens for me as a as a human in the world is that if there is any sense that you have as a person in the world that you don't quite fit in i i think of this as being an only like if you look around the you know the people that you work with and you feel like an only like i am the only one who came into this career from a different industry. I am the only one who looks like me. I am the only one who is this age and everyone else is that age. I am the only one who didn't go to a fancy school. I am the only one who is the child of immigrants. I like there are so many different ways that as a human we're always sort of aware of how much do I belong and fit in? As humans, we crave and we have this really deep desire and this deep wiring for connection and belonging. And that also means that we have a, we're very sensitive, we're very aware and sort of have this sense of perceiving, like how do I fit in and in what ways am I an only and is that okay? And one of the reasons I mention this is because for those of us who have grown up and who have had an experience in the world of feeling like, oh, there is a way in which I am an only, and so there's more pressure on me to prove that I belong. There's more pressure on me to prove that I fit in. I I feel that I am being held to a higher standard, and maybe I actually am, right? Maybe because of my background or because of the industry I'm in or for all of these different factors, I have experienced that people will hold me to a different standard because of something about my background or something about who I am. What this means is that when you are in the work world, and especially as you begin to rise into positions of greater responsibility, that translates into being in positions of higher visibility where more people will be looking to you for guidance or for that which you are responsible for. And what this does is it creates more pressure on you. So bringing it back to, to, bringing it back to me, bringing it back to the story that I was sharing with you, that when I released this podcast, episode 25, and I realized, oh my gosh, I made this really big and really basic mistake about the quality of my audio and that fear of everybody's going to know this is something that that we all experience in different ways and it is important to understand this because it takes so much energy to have that hyper vigilance of i am afraid that if i make a mistake bad things will happen there will be some consequence that will harm me or my career, or my team, or my prospects, it is really valuable to understand when and how your mind is going into that space. Because if you can start to see when that's happening, you can then start to work with yourself in a way that reallocates that energy that gets you out from that pressure And that will just improve your quality of life. It will improve your resilience and ability 
to show up as yourself in an authentic way to lead your team, to manage the people that are within the scope of your care to manage. And it's something that I think we we often overlook or take for granted that this is something that is in play. And when we don't pay attention to that, we don't have the opportunity to really make some powerful choices about what this means for who you want to be as a leader and how you want to show up at work. So there are many ways to create a podcast and sometimes you're going to mess up. There are many ways to lead a team. There are many ways to do everything you do at work and sometimes things will go differently as planned. And what I want you to know is it's okay. You're a human. Uh, If you freak out, that's totally normal and fine. Give yourself a little time to really feel the disappointment, the fear, the worry, the anxiety. And then as quickly as you can get to this place of, you know what? It's okay. I am still okay with me. What do I want to do with this? What do I want to do with this now. And one of the ways that this becomes very significant for you is that this is also how you start to model for the people you work with that it is okay for them to also make mistakes, that there are many ways that things work out for them. And this is good because when people mess up, what you don't want is for them to hide it. And that is a very normal human desire that when we do something and we feel bad about the quality or we feel like we're not living into the standard that we hold for ourselves or the standard that others are looking to us to hold it is very normal to want to try to hide it or to cover it up and that creates both more pressure for you it ends up breaking communication it ends up creating disconnect um, and It just like creates more problems down the line. So one of the ways that you create trust, that you create a sense of safety uh, within your team and with the relationships of the people you work with is also by modeling and really living what happens when you mess up, what happens when things go differently. How are you going to look at this? How are you going to treat yourself and the people around you? So that is the first story around this topic of there are many ways. I also want to share with you, and you might notice, you might have noticed this, that as I'm recording and releasing this episode, we are in the month of March. If you look at my podcast release history, you'll find that there are zero podcast episodes that came out in the month of February of 2021. (laughs) Zero. My last episode was released in January and then February, there was just nothing. Now, if you know anything about (laughs) podcasting or blogging or any kind of social media, number one recommended practice is have a schedule and stick to it. Be consistent with when you release things. That is best practices. It's not rocket science. And yet, I did not do that in an entire month there was nothing and what I want to offer is that in your life there will be you know best practices and sometimes life is just going to go differently and you're going to find another way you're going to make another choice 
It's not going to be best practices. And you know what? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine because again, there are many ways. People are variable. Life is variable. You are a dynamic creature. You are in relationship with other dynamic creatures. You will make decisions every step of the day of, you know, over the course of your life. And you will not live your life in accordance with best practices. You are a human. There will be variability. That is all fine. And what I want to suggest or offer to you around that, and one of the ways that I had been thinking about this myself, is when you are making choices or when life is taking you in a direction outside of best, the quote-unquote best practices, You've got a couple of ways to deal with that. You can, again, make it about yourself. I'm a bad person. I can't cut it. I'm messing up. You can go very negative very quickly and very easily against yourself. You can also direct that same kind of energy and message about other people or the world. Well, the the reason I can't do this is because I'm suddenly very busy or... You know, I just don't have the energy because all of these other tasks and things need my attention. I just don't have the energy at the end of the day. But neither one of those are really very helpful because they both take a lot of energy. They don't give you any energy. And instead, what I chose to do after, and I'm going to be very honest, I, I did go through a period of feeling really bad for myself and for and for my audience, like, oh, I'm messing up again. I'm not doing it correctly. Why can't I do this? And what really helped me, and this is what I want to share with you, is you can just decide it's okay. There are a lot of ways to make stuff. And sometimes it follows a schedule and sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay. Because I'm okay being variable. I'm okay doing things in a new way. I'm okay not doing quote unquote best practices. It's fine. And I'm going to gather all of these ideas for what I want to do. I'm going to start to use this time in a way that is going to be of service, not just to me, but also to those that I want to reach and that I want to support. That's you, by the way. And so it's okay. It is okay. There are many ways things might look different. And this I find too to be incredibly valuable as you think about who do you want to be as a leader and how do you want to manage people? Because especially in the world of management and work, you are going to be surrounded by people saying, this is best practice. This is how it's been done in the past. This is what it's supposed to look like. And you might arrive at this leadership role with some new ideas, with some new perspectives, with a sense of how you want things to go differently. And rather than creating the pressure on yourself of, I guess I'm supposed to conform to someone else's idea of a best practice, or feeling like you have to fight against all of these other established opinions and recommendations, Both of those take a lot of energy. They are exhausting. And you have another alternative, which is to say, you know what? What if it's completely okay for me to do this in a different way? Because there are many ways to be effective. There are many ways to do this. And this is going to look different because no one like me has been in this role before. 
in this company, in this industry, in this space, it's fine. Of course, it's going to look different. I'm bringing a different perspective. I'm bringing a different skill set. I'm bringing even a different value system. I really value kindness. And so I'm going to manage people with kindness rather than believing that people need to be pushed or shamed or treated in an aggressive way, right? I want to use this position of leadership and power in a way that maybe no one's ever seen before. So it might look weird and that's okay. There are many ways. What if it's fine? Hmm. What kind of space and energy and creativity shows up for you when you give yourself permission to do things a little differently? Maybe things are working out. It just looks different. And I want to share another story with you. So several years ago, this would have been, I think in 2012 or no, it was probably 2013, I had left my corporate career. I was working as a publisher in, in a, I was working as an editor in a large publishing company. I had been there for six and a half years. I was still working very adjacent to the legal profession. Uh, some of you know, I, I used to be a lawyer. Um, I didn't practice. That's a whole nother episode, but I had a coaching call with a career coach it was just one call, and I was so sad. I felt so lost. I felt so frustrated, and I felt like I was messing up. I felt like I had messed up my career. I felt like I was failing, um, kind of just as a person, as an adult. Because what I thought was, I'm like, gosh, it seems like everyone I know has a career that's just one thing, and they seem really clear about it, and I feel a little scattered. You know, I went to law school and then I didn't practice law and now I'm working in publishing and now I just left that and I'm really into mindfulness and meditation and yoga and I just feel like I'm messing everything up. I feel like I, I'm doing a bad job at managing my career. And I was talking with this career coach and I was sharing all of these thoughts and just this really heavy judgment towards myself. And she paused and she's like, you know, you're not bad at your career. From what you've told me, you're actually good at your career. And I said, what? <laughs> Have you been listening? <laughs> I'm not. Here's why. And she's like, no, 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 Kim, listen. You just told me that you're making decisions about what you want to do based upon your deepest values about what matters to you. She said, do you know how rare that is? Do you know how many people are in jobs and careers that they don't like? but they don't feel like they have any other choice. She said, you know, you're actually good at your career. It just looks different. That's why it feels weird. And I thought about that and I thought, could that be possible? Could it be possible that I'm good at my career, that there are many ways to do your professional life and it just looks different from the people that are around me and that's why it feels weird because I wanted to feel like I belonged like I fit in like I was doing it right by comparison to those people around me and that one idea that one thought that she gave to me you're doing great 
it just looks different and so it feels weird. It all of a sudden created so much relief and I stopped putting all this pressure on myself. I stopped comparing to others. I stopped feeling like I was behind or like I was messing up and it was this possible thought of, wow, maybe I'm actually doing okay. Maybe this is actually fine. Maybe it just feels weird because it looks different. And I want to share that with you because as you are moving through your professional life and as you are moving into these levels of higher responsibility, of higher visibility, of realizing, wow, managing people is a skill set that is distinctly different (laughs) from what I had been doing before. And I'm suddenly feeling a little uncertain. I'm suddenly beginning to doubt my competence and my ability. I want to offer this thought of, you know what, what if you're doing just fine? And what if it simply looks different than what you see around you? Because you are a different person than the people around you. You are bringing a different perspective. You are bringing a different life experience collection. You are bringing a different set of skills, a a different values code that you are creating into the world just by living it and just by being yourself in this role. Like what if that's fine? What if you're not actually messing up? What if it just looks different? What if it's not a big deal? that other people are uncomfortable or disappointed or feel like you're doing it wrong? What if it's okay for them to believe that? Because you know who you are, who you're here to be, and how you want to lead. Like you are bigger than any single role in any single organization. You are bigger than that. This is a space where you get to explore these questions of who you want to be, how you want to lead, how you want to manage people. So that is what I wanted to share with you. Um, It is difficult to feel like and only to feel the increased pressure, to feel that there are different standards held for you, Um, To feel that as you rise and you get more visibility, that more people are looking to you and judging you, it doesn't help when you judge yourself and put that kind of pressure on yourself too. Give yourself some grace. Remember that as a human, like we all have variable days. Sometimes you will make mistakes. Decide what you want to do with that, but don't beat yourself up for it and don't feel like you're like completely wrecking your life. Okay, just, you're not. I'm telling you, you're not. It's going to be fine. All right, so that is where I want to leave us today. I am so grateful for you to be here, to be thinking more deeply about who you want to be as a manager and how you want to do that in the organization and with the other humans that you work with. I mean, I know you're soaking up these different ideas and stories and bringing them to life in your own way, in your own world. If I can help you out in any way, please get in touch. You can find me at my website, kimnickel.com. 
There have been a lot of fun things happening in my work life. I'll be sharing more with that in future episodes, but I am here and I am back. And hey, there were no episodes in February, but we're back. It's March. We're moving forward. We're creating more content and ideas for you. Thank you so much for being a part of this world and for bringing more of yourself into your workspace. Thank you so much. Take care. Talk to you later. See you next time. Do you want personal, confidential help with your situation at work? I offer one-on-one coaching and can help you overcome challenges, reach your goals, and become a more effective leader. To schedule a consult, go to my website, kimnickel.com coaching, and we'll schedule time to talk about what's going on with you and how I can help. Talk to you soon.